what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision, coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird on A to Zen FM with your fabulous hosts, Megan and Suzanne. <laughs> How'd you like that? That was really, really good. That was, Thank you. That was your radio voice. That was my radio voice. <laughs> How do you like me now? <laughs> I just, I just got, I just got realized that I'm, we're about to leave for London in a couple of hours. How exciting is that? I know. We are in like a few, probably four hours. Yeah. But when you guys hear this, you uh -huh. will be, uh, we'll be in Rome. You'll be in the future. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, how does that twist your brain a little bit? <laughs> well, which is why we, um, I had the bright idea to call this show, originally it was called Back to the Future, I just have to say that, uh -huh. but Suzanne kiboshed my title. What did you create instead? You don't even remember? <laughs> you just told me. <laughs> It is create a future like magic. Because we're, this is actually, by the time you hear this, we will have been talking about magic for two whole weeks. Mm -hmm. And live from Italy. Yes, and we will be mm -hmm. live from Italy. Um, and so that's exciting. I feel kind of my brain stretching just even thinking about all of this. <laughs> What's happening to your brain, darling? <laughs> So, um, but yeah, in this month, we are so excited to be talking about magic. And partly it's because we have been in that conversation. We just got back from Santa Barbara, what, like a few weeks ago, that was all about the symphony of possibilities and magic. And um, we are so excited because we're going to be hosting our own event called Unveil Your Magic that's August 10th, uh, 9th and 10th. It's a two-day event in Salt Lake City, and we'll give you more details about that as it gets closer. Um, so we are in the game of magic for at least the next month, if not um, longer than that. And I'm super excited about it, even though just a few short years ago, I didn't believe in magic. Mm -hmm. So when we first got together, Camlin, tell her now. Yeah. Uh, maybe I've told the story before. I don't know. But um She's like, you know, I'm not going to be like one of those wooey people that you hang out with, mm -hmm. right? And I was like, all right, whatever. And then um, she became an Akashic record reader, psychic lady, and now she's now she wants to open a magic school with me. Ha <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Everything is opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing's opposite of what it appears to be, huh, babes? Yeah, but I would say that you've always uh, been a space for possibility and magic. And even our, even just even a couple of years ago, 
I don't think that I really, truly believed in magic. So, um, so I think I, I want you to speak to the cynics out there. Uh huh. Just for a minute. Uh huh. That like, even though we've been talking about it now for two weeks, they're still like, um, I don't know about this magic thing. Hmm. Well, I was thinking maybe we should create a 12 step recovery program <laughs> for recovering magicians. <laughs> right? Yeah. They've lost their magic somewhere yeah. along the way or yeah. forgot or suppressed it where it got made bad or wrong. And so they put it underground. Let's yeah. do a recovery pro- process. First, you have to own that you're absolutely helpless against magic. Mm-hmm. That it just is you. It's all through you. It's all through the universe. And there's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and everything that just brought up, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about actually creating magic in the future. And I will have to admit that this topic feels so kind of out there to me. It feels like so ethereal and like so, I, it hurts my brain. It really, really does. And so ah. when we were talking about... um if we were talking about, like, when we were talking about the show and the series and all that kind of stuff, I was like, uh, babe, you're going to have to be the one to lead on this. Because just even thinking about creating the future, not based on your past and not based on what's happening in the present moment, kind of blows my mind. <laughs> okay, so here's the dealio, guys. Most of us are creating future from either the past, which is, for most of us, not a very good idea at all, or from the present, which is sometimes a little better idea, but generally not the best idea still. Why is that? Because most of us have been actually unconsciously entrained to the rules of the Newtonian reality, which is the cause and effect world. Now, Einstein came in however many years later and just blew that up. And and then came the awareness of the reality of relativity and the quantum field and how actually we don't necessarily have to have an equal and opposite reaction. So we can um, put something out and we can like open door A and it doesn't necessarily lead to door B. It can lead us to door Q. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so most people are still kind of in that idea of, well, OK, This is what I did in the past, so this is what I can do in the future. They're looking at the past plus the past equals the future, Mm -hmm. which is a a big pile of poo. It is, because for most of us, our past plus our past equals shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm really glad. One of the reasons I say poo is I get scared to swear on the radio sometimes, (laughs) even though I know I do it, and it slips through. It's a big pile of shit. Okay, so everywhere that you have vowed and have beholden yourself to the laws of the Newtonian world, maybe you were his best friend in another Mm -hmm. life and you're just staying true to him, Mm -hmm. right? Can you uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, boy, shorts, and everywhere, the past, plus the past, plus the past, plus the past, plus the present, equals the future, forever and amen, let's uncreate and destroy that, please. Yes. (gasps) Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, boy, shorts, and beyond. So, 
the thing about it is, is that the the, the people, the visionaries of the world, they look at what hasn't been created yet and what might be possible, not based on the limitation of now, but just like, hey, where do you want to go? What might, might be possible? Like, if we, you know what, we would really not have a lot of things if everybody created that way, because like nobody would have ever created flight, mm-hmm. nobody would ever create electricity. Or a cell phone. Or a cell phone, because guess why it didn't exist, so it was not going to exist. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like all of the, I mean, that's why you love inventors so much and oh, innovators so much, right? Because um, because they're constantly looking for what can be created that's not created yet, right? Exactly. Yeah. And what if we trained ourselves in our own lives to begin to look for what has not been created yet and to begin to live into that, to choose that, and to create from a much more better expanded place. Yes. How much funner would that be? It would be way much funner. Mm-hmm. Is that proper English? No, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> so I so being kind of like a, a late bloomer to this idea, because you've been really like experimenting with quantum particulates and <laughs> particulate physics. Those quantum particulates. <laughs> and like quantum whatever and all this stuff for years and years and years. Like you used to read all that kind of stuff, even mm-hmm. like 10, 15 years mm-hmm. ago, right? Oh, before that. Because I remember like learning about Einstein and I really didn't have, at the time, I wasn't doing very well in science because uh, I was learning Newtonian science and it was kind of boring. And then I heard about Einstein. Mm-hmm. And I was probably, I don't know, maybe 20 or something like that, or maybe like it could have been the end of high school. And But I couldn't understand that the way quantum physics was written back then, it was all scientific. There was no nobody writing it in metaphor or anything like that to mm-hmm. make it understandable, and I did not get it. And so my dad, um, he had his master's degree in math and physics, so I mm-hmm. asked him to explain the quantum field to me, the quantum world to me. And you know what he did? This is really kind of a fun story and a funny story because we were in a motorhome outside of Sears, and my mom and my sister were in there shopping for something, and, and <laughs> my heavens, they were gone for a while because we actually figured out the whole universe while they were while gone. They were in in a, in, while they were in Sears. <laughs> in Sears while we were sitting at the table in the motorhome. And so I was asking my dad to explain what the dealio was. And he says, well, sis, he used to call me sis. He said, he pointed to a key that was um, on his key ring on the table. He said, you see that key? And I said, yeah. And he said, there's enough energy in that key to get you to the moon and back several times. Now, if that ain't magic, I don't know what is. Okay. So I was like. Oh, because it was, um, I can't remember what specific principle I was trying to understand, but it was like really how energy is transmuted and how we think that it's like, so in the causal reality, a key, if you're just looking at one cause and one effect, a key can open a door, but it couldn't take you to the moon and back. But in Einstein's world, a key could take you to the moon and back, Mm. not just once, but a few times, (laughs) right? And you know, the interesting thing was, is that I think my dad planted that in me really, really young, as mm-hmm. I remember one time I was playing hide-and-seek with my cousins, and it, I was like six, and I'm running around the house and like a freakazoid, and my dad paused me, tapped me on the shoulders, I ran by, and he says, you want to hide so that they will never find you? And I'm like, yeah, and he said, just make yourself invisible, and I looked at him, I'm like, how do you do that? He said, well, just become the wall, 
And I said, okay. And so I did it. And I learned how to make myself invisible. I'm really good at that um, gun game. I can't remember what. Paintball. Paintball. Because I can't kill anybody, but I can go invisible and make them surrender. So I actually had that enter my world really young. And mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because my dad was a Mormon bishop. Mm-hmm. So like, but so, th- but he had this but one the really strict, magical. That's true. The Mormons are magical. They just don't know it. They just don't know it. Yeah. But how, what a contribution and like how amazing was that invitation for you? Um, because, you know, it really, it's, it's tuned, you tuned into, he tuned into something in you that was probably in him. And, mm-hmm. um, and then that's been a lifelong thing for you, like a lifelong exploration. I mean, I remember coming into your community like eight years ago and you were talking about magic. You were talking about it then, clear back then. Clear and back. I just thought you were crazy. I thought <laughs> you were so strange. <laughs> so, um, but look at you now. But look at me now. So, mm. and what I love about this conversation is that the more I'm curious about it, the more that I'm open about it, the more that I'm not in my kind of cynical, realist mind, the more that the universe shows up magically for me. So, wherever you're at, wherever you're listening from, you know, your points of view around this topic. If there's even just 1% curiosity, if there's even just 1% opening of like, I wonder what's possible, um, then that's a start. Like, and that's actually, you can really, really build on that until you can really tune into the magic that happens every single day. Right? Yes. Yes. I would want you to do that. <laughs> and <laughs> thanks, babe. I don't know. I just love this topic so much. I'm so excited. I'm like a kid on Christmas. Like, we get to talk about this for at least a month. I know. Maybe two, if I can twist your arm. I know. These are just so much to talk about with regards to it. And the thing about it is, is I think, you know, like, my dad was such a scientist. Like, he was in religion, but he was also a scientist. And he he never, he always believed that they coincided, that the science Mm -hmm. supported religion and religion supported science. Mm -hmm. And I think he was somewhat unique in that view. But that's what I grew up with is that awareness that it's like it's all it's all magic I mean quantum physics is magic man but it's Mm -hmm. also science and we we think about you know what I think so we're about to get on an airplane yes Mm -hmm. and we're gonna this well how much is an airplane like a ton two tons I don't even know with all of us people it's real real heavy it's real real heavy (laughs) And that little bugger is going to, like, go down a road, and it all of a sudden it's going to lift up in the air about 30,000 feet, and tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up in London. And if that isn't magic, I don't know what the hell is. I know. Think about somebody living a few hundred years ago, them considering that in their mind as a possibility. It would seem so crazy, so strange that that kind of heavy thing could go up into the air. And so that's what you kind of have to think about, like, for our future. Um, of like, and even our own individual future, like we can only see so short in front of us, like the horizon and like what could be possible if you could actually extend beyond that. And I want to tell the story about magic today okay. about the future, right? Because so we're getting on a plane and I'm doing all the prep work and I am like, okay, well, we need euros and we need pounds because we're going to be in London and we're going to be in Rome. And I, I'm like, okay, should I go to the bank and get 
it exchanged, like get some money before we go. And I'm tuning into it, right? Because now I have this tool where I'm like, well, what would my life be like if I did this? What would my, what would my life be like in the future if I chose this right now? And so I actually just tuned into that energy of like, okay, what would it be like if I exchanged my money today? And I got really like a heavy feeling. And I was like, babe, I don't know. I mean, I really want some money while, when we land, but I think it's actually we're not supposed to. I, it feels really heavy. And I had no idea why. And so then can you tell your story, your part of the story? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've been playing with, um, uh, Lisa Cooney's money magic course. And there's a question that she invites us to ask every day, which is asking the universe to show us our magic with money. And it has occurred to me for a little while that um, I wanted to create money to come in in some surprising and unusual ways. Like I'm pretty good at generating and creating money from my, um, my channels of my business and coaching and things like that and programs. And I just wanted to see what magic I create. I mean, we're going to Europe, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to be away from my business. How can I generate money there? Mm-hmm. Or how can I ge- what what kind of weird way could I do it? And I was playing with the question this morning, and I asked um, some people in a group of mine to play with me and just say, hey, what what magic can you be with money today? And then I went to the coffee shop, and they were talking about um, uh, da 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 Britain seceding from the union. Are from the European Union, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's going to affect the pound. Oh, that's also going to affect the euro. So I came flying home, and I told Suzanne, and guess what? Because you can, you have all the specifics. Yeah, that. so I went online, and what the exchange rate was just a few days ago, now we're going to get like 40 cents more for the dollar. So it's basically like if we go exchange it today before we go – we're going to save like $1,500 on our on our trip, at mm. least $1,500. Mm-hmm. So that was why I felt like it was so heavy and we shouldn't exchange. And then you got this information today. And then right after this show, we're going to go and exchange our money for yes, euros yes. and pounds. And guess what that is? Magic. Magic. Now, I'm not saying we created Britain to secede from the European <laughs> Union, per se. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt we have something to do with it. But, you know, like... <laughs> I don't. I don't think we had anything to do with that. Okay. <laughs> actually, I think I did a little bit. Because I actually heard that that might be happening a couple of days ago. I didn't know whether it happened or not. And, and then you're I, like, yeah, I want them to do that so that I can make money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... It's all about me, really. And so, um, but what happened was, what I think occurs is that when you get curious and you step into play with the molecules of possibility and you ask questions and you're in wonder, and um, I believe that the universe conspires in our favor. I believe that the universe gathers itself together in our favor. Mm -hmm. When we are open, when we are in question, and when we're um, not putting our limitations 
uh, as a priority. I think all kinds of things can happen that we've never even considered before. Mm-hmm. And we just have to be willing to play. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we're very excited to talk about this topic, obviously, but we've got to go on break. Um, so you are listening to magic, magic, magic on, in the future. In the future. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. On love, life, and all things weird. And we'll be back. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, and... Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We are talking about creating your future with magic and... I am joined here by Megan, who is basically four years old, because she's like jumping up and down, and she's so excited to talk about magic. This is one of her favorite topics of all time. Mm -hmm. And you know that I have 
friends that are fairies. And I mean, like, I'm really magic. Yes, you are. You're really magic and you have friends that are really magic. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. We have quite a few people who are fairies Uh in our life and other people's that we, maybe they're aliens. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Raw, raw. So here's the thing. Here's the dealio, guys. Magic is actually quite a practical thing. Um, the, at the bottom of it, magic is just about the ability to change whatever you want mm-hmm. and to create whatever you want. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. And there's certain principles or certain tools that help us do it. There's a lot of things people do that I think are quite magical. Um, and I think sometimes they work too hard. Mm-hmm. And they don't actually engage enough of the magic. And then I think that there's some people who kind of think that magic means that they don't have to do any effort, that they don't have to take any action, right? And so there's this idea that magic is completely not practical and it's just about a magic wand and something appears. Now, I'm not saying that can't happen. Yeah, but if we if we didn't actually go get our money at the bank, then it wouldn't <laughs> be very magical. <laughs> okay. Cool, right? So, but that's only because we haven't learned to materialize it from the bank yet. Well, yeah, but that's mm-hmm. in the next nine trannies. Yeah, <laughs> that's another tranny that we we didn't get to yet. <laughs> so, yes, there is a a combination of asking questions and tuning into the energy, and then also taking action um, based on what your awareness is, right? So. Um, and that's a part of the book, the Being You book um, by Dr. Dane here that I really love, that whole section about magic. Because what it helped me uncover is all the times in my life where I was magical and I didn't actually um, know it or I didn't claim it as magic, right? So that's kind of part of this process is like we create futures for ourselves all the time that are really magical and we don't even claim them as magic, Right. Exactly. So the one of the things that he talks about, actually I think it's in that book and I started doing it, is to start writing down when something shows up in some kind of unusual or magical way or something comes together in a way that was way easier than you thought, way, way funner than you thought, and to start recognizing and building the muscle of practicing magic, but also what you focus on expands. So if you focus on life is hard, the magic of the universe is you're going to get it. Yeah. Right? If you focus on magic and all of the universe um, conspiring in our behalf, then that's what we create more of. Mm -hmm. That's what begins to circle around us more and more and more. And in order to do that, we begin to, because here's the thing, like, I get that, you know, as you were talking, Susanna, for a lot of people, it's really a stretch to get out of, well, this is my past, therefore it's my future, right? This is, if I've not seen anything different in my life, then how can I choose anything different in the future, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think that um, his little exercise of just writing down in a little journal what types of things are sort of magical that come into your universe is like I have magic with the deers all the time up in the graveyard where they just stop and stare at me when I'm like three feet away from them and we tend to overlook that kind of thing and go oh that was just a circumstance or that was just luck or whatever but what if it isn't Mm -hmm. yes so what kinds of questions can we ask 
so that we can tune into creating the magic in our future. Mm. Okay, so um, so if for those of you who joined a little bit late, we did some clearings early on about kind of getting out of that uh, form and structure of how things are created. And so what I, I'd like to do is just start out with a cup, couple more of those because I think that we all have lots of layers of those. Yes. And then just kind of open up into question because I think that there has to be, we have to kind of loosen the grip a little bit on our solidity of our past and our present. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, cool. So all of the lies of a solid past and a solid present equaling a limited future, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And anything that you have not seen yourself do or seen anyone else do that you've decided impossible because you haven't seen it yet in your past or your present, so you won't let yourself perceive it in your future, therefore you won't see it in your future, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine bush shirts and beyond. That one had a lot of energy, even though it was a little bit hard to follow. Yeah. I don't remember what I said, do you? Because I'd like to do it again. <laughs> no, but it, it, it made a, I had an awareness of when you talk about like, because Megan talks about the fact that we're going to be millionaires and that we require millions of dollars um, for the impact and for the kind of lifestyle that we want on the planet. And um, and when you talk that way, I go into this kind of beyond place because I've never known a millionaire. I've never oh. actually known or seen what it looks like mm-hmm. to be a millionaire. I've never had like that kind of wealth in my world and in my life. So when you go to that, I don't have a like an energy or a thread to even like know what that is. Does that make sense? And so kind of like what you, the clearing that you just did it helped me because it's like, I haven't ever seen it. So I don't think it's possible for me. Um, I just thought of a clearing to do with you. Yes. Please. Are you willing to be the guinea pig yet again? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. So um, everywhere that you have bought and sold the lie of you have to see it to believe it. Yes. Will you uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and man. Would you say that three times? Have to see it to believe it. I have to see it to believe it. I have to see it to believe it. I have to see it to believe it. All the shit you implants and explants holding that in place. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Shit you implants are secret, covert, invisible, hidden, hidden unspoken, unacknowledged, unseen mm-hmm. agendas. Mm-hmm around having to see it to believe it. So never letting yourself create anything that you can't see. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. <gasps> the other thing that just came up for me is that if I believe in magic, then I'm gullible. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and so what, what does that mean about you, if you're gullible? I bet no one else listening has that. Yeah, yeah, right? What does that mean about you? Um, if I'm gullible, then that means it's it's kind of like that I'm easily manipulated or controlled. Ah. Like if I'm gullible, then I'm being kind of stupid. Uh-huh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so everything, don't, don't, don't. everything that just brought up, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, on lane, boy, shorts, <laughs> and beyond, and 
Can I say one more thing? Yes. What energy, space, and consciousness can you be to be the most gullible, unaware, dirt, 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 the planet has ever seen? Everything that brings up less down, can we uncreate straight? Yes. Right around good, bad, pock, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. I think what that comes from, though, is like being a little kid and believing in magic. Being a little kid and believing in things that were unseen. And then being told by an adult or being basically, you know, like demonstrated by an adult that that was, um, that that didn't exist or that it wasn't um, logical or that it wasn't valuable. Um, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So everywhere that you've made your whole existence and the value of you about logic and what was logical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you use that to hide your magic so you could would never be gullible. Mm-hmm. Can we create and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Anything doesn't allow you to be the gullible goof you truly be. And we uncreate and destroy that. Well, that's kind of my judgment of you sometimes. I know. <laughs> it's still like, oh, there's Megan. She's just the cute, goofy one. Of course she's going to believe in magic. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And here's the dealio, right? The the one thing that I see that is a strong suit or a, the genius of gullibility is living life with your barriers down. And I have played, I've done gullibility in a way, in an unaware way. Yeah. Like not being aware when somebody just like was not an energy I could trust or would didn't have like positive intent for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely a shadow side of the gullibility that I've played out. Yeah. But as I've, uh, in particular, as I've been really choosing to be aware and to read energy more and to use those tools better. Um, I feel like I'm moving into the power and potency of gullibility, which is living life barriers down, mm-hmm. which is actually saying, hey, universe, what do you have for me today? What can we do today? And playing with the molecules in the universe and not having anything between me and the universe. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the potency of gullibility. Yeah. And we're also scared to be gullible, right? Mm-hmm. And I even had a just a hiccup, just a tiny one when you said that that's been your judgment of me, even though I know that, uh-huh. right? And even though I kind of put like, yeah, whatever, magic exists, blah, blah. <laughs> there still was just a little whoop in my belly about that. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, it's like I want to be as gullible as I can be. In terms of um, being able to live my life barriers down uh-huh. and to see actually what is available in the universe. The universe is so huge, you guys. It's freaking huge. You think that any of us have any clue how big it is or what's available in it? Uh-huh. We don't have clue when. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really getting that um, I didn't want to be gullible because I didn't want to be vulnerable. Right. So, like, for me, being gullible and, like, believing in the unknown, it kind of creates a vulnerability because you are barriers down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so then, you know, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be, like, uh, like, think that it's wrong or that it didn't work out, right? Like, I have this, like, you know, that magic is real, and then it doesn't work out. And so all of that, right? So, yeah. Huh. Just a few things. So, I'm sh- once again, I don't think anybody listening has that. So, um, <laughs> 
everything that brings up unless dance play and create and destroy it. Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all main, boy, shorts, and man. And and actually what we're saying, guys, is when we're saying I'm scared it doesn't work out, what we're saying is I'm scared that I can't control how it's gonna look. Because the thing is, is that when we ask for stuff, it's gonna show up. Like ask and receive is for real. Mm-hmm. It will show up. It just might not look how we think, mm-hmm. right? And so, what when you when you're afraid of it not working? What's actually going on is you're afraid that your limited version of how it's supposed to work won't show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think that was true when I was a little kid. Mm. I think I was just I think that I felt embarrassed. Mm. There was like embarrassment around mm. that. Well, let's close shame plants on magic. Yeah, <gasps> you do that one. I don't even know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Apparently that's mine. <laughs> okay. So everywhere that you have sneakily and secretly hidden your magic under a shame implant, mm-hmm. that you would be embarrassed or gullible or dumb or, or stupid vulnerable. or vulnerable or get kicked out of town or out of class or something, get put the dunce hat on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, can... We uncreate and destroy that, and all the Mobius strips and quantum particulates holding that implant in place. Uh huh. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all mine, boy, shorts, man. So everywhere that you're choosing shame over magic mm-hmm. and the potential of shame that you've made the potential of being shamed greater than magic, mm-hmm. can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all mine, boy, shorts, man. Whew. How's that? Good. There's a lot of stuff on that. I think that's just not for me. I'm tuning into all of the future listeners, and I can uh-huh. feel the energy of that clearing. <laughs> oh, the future. <laughs> oh, the future. So let's talk about the future a little yeah. bit more. So yeah. you had asked me, we kind of got off on a little bit of we a did. clearing tangent there. We did. But you had asked me, like, what are some questions? Yes. Right? So, like, one of the the access questions is, like, um, if you're looking at a choice, say, to ask the question, what will my life be like in five years? And you're looking for an energy, you're looking for a lightness, you're looking for an expansion of some point, of some sort, when you say, hey, what will my life be like if I choose this? So that's or a density, right? Or a density. Or a density. Yes. And so if there's an expansiveness, then it's a yes. And if there's a density, then it's like, no, you wouldn't be so great to choose that. Yes. Right? Yeah. So here's a great question. What future have I never imagined possible? that is now available mm-hmm. and everything that doesn't allow me to see it or sorry, not see it, perceive it, perceive it, be it, know it and receive it. I am creating and destroy that now. Yes. Right. Wrong. Good. Bad. Pot and pock. All nine boys, shorts and beyond. What futures have I never imagined possible that are now available to me? Mm-hmm. And anything that doesn't allow me to be it, know it, perceive it and receive it. And create and destroy it. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. kinds of questions is like, what if I never imagined could be possible for me? What's beyond this that I have never, ever seen in this reality? Um, what else is possible that I, I haven't looked at or seen? Because one of the things in, in our 3D world, we over-depend on sight. About 90% of Everything we experience during the day comes through our eyes. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so our basically our eyes are overloaded, number one. And number two, um, it 
the way that we see, the way that the mechanics of seeing works is that actually we're not seeing anything outside of us. We're seeing a projector in the back of our head that is actually running through all of our emotional centers mm-hmm. and it's how we see reality out there. So everything that you see is actually being filtered by your limitations, yeah. your past limitations and your present limitations. So when we look to, okay, like, what can I do? Or like, <clears throat> you know, what what kind of reality can I create with my body? What kind of reality can I create with money? What kind of reality can I create with my business? When we are looking for, it's like you said, it's like, okay, well, I want to be a millionaire, but I've never seen a millionaire, so then I therefore can't be a millionaire, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, you know, even if you saw a millionaire, like, it probably wouldn't be, like, how you would do it anyway. True. Right? True. Yeah, so there's this way that it's like if we if we don't see it, like we talked earlier, like, we can't believe it. But that's why we're using the word perceive, because mm-hmm. perceiving is where we tap an energy, right? It's not, it's like a, oh, I, it's like... When you said, let's not change our money yet, mm-hmm. that was a perceiving. And, and I think, I'm wondering if you have words around perceiving so people can maybe understand that a little better. Hmm. I don't know, but I'll think about it. we got to go on break. Though. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and I'll be thinking very hard until we come back. <laughs> <laughs> have a little dance on break for us. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power finding yourself roadside in either or megan and suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word and simple yes effective absolutely welcome to the land of and listen to love life and all things weird every wednesday at 12 p.m noon eastern standard time 11 a.m central 10 a.m mountain and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? 
Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird with your crazy, magical, miraculous show host, Megan and Suzanne, with the lovely Keisha, our producer on A to Zen FM. <laughs> we're listening. Oh, and we're talking. <laughs> I think you really missed your calling in life, honey. You could have been those elevator, that elevator, like, you know, radio show. You know those messages? La, uh, la, 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 la. Thank you for calling. Someone will be right with you. <laughs> so, anyways, we're back. <laughs> and we're talking about magic, 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 and how to create magic in your future. And a lot of stuff has already come up for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and... What we've also been looking at and undoing um, the construct that somehow the future is going to be a replication of the past. Mm-hmm. Yes. And something that's interesting that um, Dane here speaks to, but that I've also heard several other people in the sort of astrological universe talk about this, which is that, you know, we thought it was going to be the end of time in 2012. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the end of the world. But actually, it was the end of linear time. It's the end of causal time. And actually, there were more structures around causal time and A plus B equals C in operation back then. But that all got blown up. Got blown up. It got blown up. And so we're actually we're actually in the age of miracles. We're actually in the age where anything can happen, anything can be created, anything mm-hmm. can be chosen. And it's really only our own limitation of what we think is possible that's in the way of that. Mm-hmm. And so um it's super important because I know a lot of you listening, you kind of know somewhere inside of you that your magic that more can be available. But maybe you've hit a few hurdles. And and one of the things that we have to really be willing to lean into is to clear the energy of the hurdle and not make it mean that magic doesn't exist, not make it mean that, it, that miracles don't exist, not make it mean that you suck. Well, and not me- make it mean that what you really, truly desire for your future is impossible. Right? Exactly. I mean, we all have dreams. I mean, and if we don't have dreams... If for our future, then we've totally um, blocked those dreams. Like, I can't tell you how many clients I have who don't know how to dream anymore. They actually don't want, they don't even know what they want for their future because they shut it down so long ago, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like this recovering dreamer, which I've been in a process of recovering my dreamer because I have a big dreamer and I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. She has a super big dreamer, we discovered. Yeah. How fun is that? How fun is that? So maybe you can do some clearings around, um, like, what are we afraid of stepping into, like, a future that we maybe don't know, that we can't control, that we can't, um, you know, really determine? 
Mm-hmm. So everything, even just that brought up, can we uncreate and straight? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine, boys, shorts, and man's. This is something that I was going to ask you a little bit earlier. Because it really does, it's one of these weird things where we actually have to be in the energy of knowing that we're magic and knowing that we're wielding the forces of the universe. And there's a certain amount of of what we might con- call control in this reality. But at the same time, we have to fully let go of control mm-hmm. and allow the universe to support us in a way that's greater than what we could imagine or envision for ourselves. And so it's like, you know, I really get that the universe has a capacity to perceive something so much more greater than any of us living on this planet that are having to struggle with all the limitations that we're playing in. Mm-hmm. Um, so why wouldn't we give over control to the universe and to say, hey, universe, this or greater, show me this or more, mm-hmm. right? And to allow ourselves to um, let go of trying to freaking control the whole dealio because most of that's coming from your limited reality anyway. Mm-hmm. So everywhere that you're trying to control your future through limitation of your past and present, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys. Well, and all the out. implants that are in place around control, that we have to be in control, that control is the end game, mm-hmm. that control is what will get you what you want, mm-hmm. that all of those shikyu implants and explants and everything that we've misidentified and misapplied um, about the results of control. And everywhere that you've made control more valuable than who you be. Yes. And everything power and potency of who you be. Mm-hmm. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. And one, two, three. And a 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 one, two, three. Yes. And I want to introduce, so for those of you who think we're weird already, please <laughs> get that. And um, if you're not familiar with Access, what we just did was we just um, took energy from the earth and from mm-hmm. the sky and from everywhere, everywhere and we pulled it through our bodies. And then we shook our arms out on the count of three. <laughs> and what that does, it's like a little magic wand thing, but what we're doing is we're using our body and we're using the forces of the energy around us to move energy. So one, mm-hmm. two, threes break up old energy. Mm-hmm. But I want it, which is what we're just doing. Mm-hmm. I want it, because um, especially with this future conversation, we have to tell them what fours are. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, so four is where you undo um, solidities and limitations that you've planted into your future based on your past. So you have to understand that every day, all day long, you're debopping around planting your future. So when you're like, oh, I suck, nothing ever works out for me, you actually put a little time bomb in your future. Mm-hmm. And so what most of us, we step into the future every day through limitations that we planted there through our energy, through our thoughts, through control, through all these things that we've been talking about. So, yeah, we keep stepping on landmines, but we put them there. We mm-hmm. planted them there. And mm-hmm. so the fours help us undo that. It's really – so maybe you guys can do it with me. So. I want you to imagine all of the solidities and limitations that you planted in your future about what's possible, about what's not possible, what you can be, what you can't be. Any limitation you've ever thrown into your future, can we uncreate and destroy that now? Yes. Okay, now begin to pull energy up through the earth from all surround sound, from every angle, right, left, up, down, back, forward, 
And on the count of four, shake it through your arms and hands and wrists. One, two, three, four. 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 Let's undo that energy and kind of feel what that feels like. Do you feel that space opening up a little bit? Mm-hmm. What can you perceive in your future that's beyond your present? Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. As something really, really simple that I've been doing lots lately is what's beyond this. Like when I have a pain, when I'm in my crap, what's beyond this? Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing is I'm really asking the universe to show me, to help me perceive the greater reality that's available for me to choose. Well, yeah, and you asked me on the last break, how do I, how do I perceive, right? Because I perceived that we shouldn't um, have changed the money, that we shouldn't have the exchange of money the other day, that we should wait. And I think for me, like this has been a practice of like the last almost two years of like asking the question and then getting curious about what the energy is. So it's almost like it's almost like I take a a, a half a breath and I like scan, like I energetically scan um, my world and what energy I'm perceiving. And so if that feels like impossible, I would just say try it on and keep practicing it um, and practice with just your basic yeses and nos. Um, and as the days go by, then you start to perceive uh, more and more and more. And there's actually like an energy that you can feel um, like what we were talking about as far as like a lightness or a heaviness. So it wasn't that, you know, I when I asked that question, it wasn't this huge, huge kathunk in my body or anything. There was just an, a natural, like, depressing, a, like, depression, almost like a constriction energy that was really slight. And that was, like, enough for me to recognize that it was a no. Um, and that it, uh, even though I didn't understand it, that it would be really, you know, just wait and see, basically. And so it's not, um, it's feather. It's a feather across your cheek um, is what Dane says. And that's what I've um, witnessed very much in my own life is the intuition and energy is um, very, very slight. And um, so being really perceiving it is paying attention and getting curious about it. So, um, yeah, so we are so excited to be talking about magic, magic, magic. And you guys, like, mark your calendars for August, is it 9th and 10th or 10th and 11th for our Unveil Your Magic two-day event? Um, it's 19th. It is? 19th and 20th, yes. The 19th and 20th? Yes. All right. Well, you guys are the first to know about our Unveil Your Magic event. We will have a link to way more information in our Weird On Air, and we'll be posting it and talking about it this whole month. Um, it's only 97 bucks. You guys have to come. It's going to be so great. I just thought of one more question. What does my future have for me that I have not yet realized? Think on that and join us next week. Buongiorno. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.